Here's today's transformational truth. Focus on development and let God open doors. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Transformational Truths. Today, we're going to continue our conversation around purpose. Listen, as we're getting ready to wrap up 2021 and we're making plans for 2022, I think this is one of the most important conversations we can have is discovering, developing, and protecting your purpose. So here's what we've done so far. So far, we've discussed what it means to discover our purpose, okay? And then we talked about the seven obstacles that keep us from our purpose. But today, I want to talk to you about what it means to develop your purpose, okay? Because once you've discovered your purpose, It's time to get serious about developing it. So here's today's transformational truth. Focus on development and let God open doors. Now, first, let me say something, okay? If you're listening and you've been trying to discover your purpose for a while and maybe you have not quite honed in on it yet, what I'm about to say should come as a great encouragement to you. This is not wasted time. You're in what I call the pre-development stage of developing your purpose. Here's what that means. This is the stage where God is working in the background. He's developing you. He's preparing you for your purpose without you even realizing it. Yeah, he's always been working behind the scenes. Every high, every low, every mistake you've made, every time you've uh, been hurt, every time you've experienced a success, God has been using all of that to prepare you for your purpose. The the psalmist said in Psalm 138 and verse 8, God will work out his purpose for my life. And that is exactly what God has been doing, okay? God is working in and around you to prepare you for your purpose, whether you're aware of it or not. Because here's the key. With God, waiting time is never wasted time. And one of the questions we often start asking ourselves at this stage is, when is a door going to open for me to start walking in my purpose? This is a normal question. It's a natural question. But be careful with the question, okay? Because this question can quickly become a distraction, a distraction that over time can breed resentment in your heart. And and before you know it, you'll be so consumed with God opening a door that you forsake your own development. And when it comes to pursuing your purpose, the doors of opportunity are often just out of your control, okay? Especially if we're talking about a God door. And I don't know what door will eventually open for you, but I do know this. It's going to be the door that you're prepared to walk through. Um, One of my favorite quotes from uh, legendary UCLA basketball coach John Wooden, he said this, when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. So here's my advice. Don't worry about the doors. Focus on development and let God take care of the doors. Because when it comes to developing your purpose, it requires you to be intentional. 
Okay. Uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 26, the Apostle Paul said, I run with purpose in every step. I'm being intentional about my calling. I'm being intentional about my purpose. Okay. And your purpose has to be fed. It has to be uh, nurtured and nourished. And I want to tell you about three of the most important ways to do that. All right. Number one, number one way that you begin to develop your purpose is through relationships. Yeah. The first rule of purpose development is that you cannot develop yourself by yourself. Okay, you need to build relationships with people that are already doing what you believe God created you to do. Okay, people who who maybe they're just further down the road. People who share the same values you share, people who people who are smarter than you, people who are more experienced than you, people who have um uh, more battle scars than you. Oh, that's so important. People who know how to pursue their purpose, go through disappointments, get knocked down, but get back up. You need mentors, coaches. Uh, sometimes you need teachers. You need uh, the kind of friends who believe in you enough to challenge you to become everything God created you to become. Uh, we see this over and over and over again. This principle plays out in Scripture. You develop purpose through relationships. Elisha had Elijah. Okay, Titus and Timothy had Paul. Uh, Joshua had Moses. Mary had Elizabeth. The 12 disciples all had Jesus. You can't develop yourself by yourself. It's not the way you were designed. It's not the way you were created. And this might be the ceiling that, that, that some of us are hitting as we're trying to do it all by ourselves. Uh, Proverbs 27, 17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Okay, so for in order for you to build these kind of relationships, it's going to require you to take the initiative. Okay, if you're if you're just kind of sitting around the house waiting for a potential mentor or a potential coach to call you and ask you, hey, can I mentor you? You might die waiting. Typically speaking, people who are further down the road, you know, they're they're uh, they've recognized their own limitations. They're really intentional about their time. Um, they're not going out of their way to look for new responsibilities. And usually, high-impact people place high value on time. So you're going to have to be the initiator, okay? You need to pick up the phone and call them. Uh, schedule a coffee date with them if you can. Offer to take them to lunch, dinner, or coffee. Do whatever you have to do to accommodate their schedule rather than expecting them to accommodate your schedule. Okay, that's not how it works. If you begin to expect them to accommodate your schedule, they're probably going to say no or they're going to walk away. Because what they're lo- the first thing they're looking for is humility. A mentor, a coach, a leader, they're looking for humility in the people who are requesting time with them. They want to know that if they're going to sow seeds of purpose into their heart, that it's good soil, that it's not hardened with pride or entitlement. Okay, now, of course, the first relationship you want to cultivate is your relationship with Jesus, right? Um, that's that's important. So being aware of Christ in you, uh, being aware of your security in Christ, okay? Because you are not what you do, you are what Christ has done for you. That's foundational in discovering your purpose. Otherwise, you'll try to tie your value to your purpose, and that is a nightmare. That will produce a bunch of mis- misery. Your, your value is tied to Jesus. But remember... If you can fulfill your purpose without God, then you haven't discovered your purpose. Okay. The purpose God's given you will require His help to accomplish it. Okay. And there are other relationships that God will bring into your life that you didn't even know you needed. I promise it'll happen. Why? Because God works supernaturally, naturally, right? That's just another way of saying that God loves to work through people, right? Lastly, one last thing. When it comes to developing relationships, don't just look for someone that can speak into your life. 
look for relationships to be that person in someone else's life as well. Okay. Because what you help make happen for others, I've discovered God often will help make happen for you. All right. Number two, we develop our purpose through exposure. Okay. I call this the law of exposure, and you can't break it. You can't break the law of exposure without consequences, okay? You have to be intentional about exposing yourself to different environments, new environments, maybe bigger environments, because typically we rise to the level of the purpose that we're exposed to, okay? You don't rise to the level that you aspire to. You rise to the level that you're typically exposed to. I'm a pastor, so when I get the opportunities, I like to expose myself to new ministries and and uh, new thoughts of leadership and new thoughts of spiritual leadership, especially uh, different ministry environments, church environments, and and leaders who are going to help lift lids off of the way I think, because we've all got blind spots. And by exposing yourself to new environments and new relationships and new people, they, they begin to help you see the blind spots that oftentimes are holding us back, the, the, the things that are causing us to embrace limited thinking. And every time I leave a bigger environment, I walk away rethinking my definition of what is possible. Okay. Being a big fish in a small pond might feed your ego, but it will not help you fulfill your destiny. <laughs> Let me show you what I mean. Before God used Moses to lead Israel out of Egyptian, Egyptian captivity, he exposed him to Egyptian leadership by arranging for Moses to be raised in Pharaoh's palace. It's the law of exposure. Okay, Elisha was exposed to Elijah, and he ended up receiving a double portion of Elijah's abilities and anointing. Uh, Jesus recruits his ministry team, and then he exposes them to his teaching, to his, his heart, to his leadership, to his service, or his serving, and his ministry of performing miracles, right? He does this for three years. And once they had been exposed to those new environments, Jesus releases them to go and do the exact same thing. It is the law of exposure, right? Because we rise to the level, not that we aspire to, but we typically rise to the level that we're exposed to. Now, if you're the biggest thing in your environment, listen to me, you've got to expose yourself to bigger environments. You, you just have to. And, and at first, it might feel awkward or intimidating. That is excellent. That is perfect. Because that's proof that you're in an environment where you can grow. Okay. And don't be afraid to expose yourself to the kind of environments that are directly connected to your purpose. Okay. Uh, environments that are unfamiliar, uncomfortable. Uh, again, a little intimidating. Um, if you feel called to lead, then expose yourself to leadership environments. If you feel called to help lift lids off of your, uh, 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 if, you, if you feel called to help other people develop their purpose or help lift lids off of their thinking, then expose yourself to other coaches and other leaders that can help you do the same thing. Um, if you feel called to ministry, go to ministry environments. If you feel called to music or business or the health industry, expose yourself to different environments that are going to help feed your purpose and lift the lids off of your thinking. If if you feel called, if you feel called to manage your home, if you, if you feel called to be a, a, a stay-at-home mom, well, listen, expose yourself to different environments where stay-at-home moms who are maybe are further down the road and they've done it longer, and you can learn new things about doing that and leading your family. You'll be shocked at how much exposing yourself to new environments will help to change the way you think about the possibilities of your purpose. I cannot overstate that. Number three, all right? We develop our purpose through investment, okay? The first and most important investment you can make is in yourself. 
Why? Because you can't give something to others that you yourself don't have. And the proof that you believe in yourself is revealed in how much you're willing to invest in yourself. And yes, investing in yourself is going to cost you something. Absolutely. Okay? The Bible also says that God is the potter and we are the clay. Here's what I always like to say. Investing in yourself is like giving God more clay with which to mold us. <laughs> All right? Proverbs 4, 7. I love this verse. It's, the, it's in the NIV. It says, though it cost all you have, get understanding. Okay. Is it going to cost you something? Absolutely. But you have to believe that you are a worthwhile investment. And listen to me, you are. You are at the cross. Jesus proved your worth. He proved your value. And you are worth investing in you. Okay. Read. What, what do I mean by investment? All right. Read books that are related to your purpose. Well, I don't really like to read. Okay, fine. Buy an audio book. You, you can get most books today you can get on audio. All right. Listen to the books. Listen to podcasts. Those are free. It'll cost you time, but it's free an investment. Go to a conference, okay? Uh, take some classes. Maybe you need to go back to school or, or take some classes. Hire a coach that can coach you to do what it is you feel created to do. We live in this incredible world where you can access coaches from all over the world, and they'll coach you via Zoom or online or collaborative uh, sessions with other people just like you. Listen, there's all kinds of opportunities for you to invest in you. Is it going to cost you something? Again, absolutely. Will it be worth it in the end? Absolutely. And investing in yourself, let me just say this as I wrap this portion up. Investing in yourself also means investing in your physical health. This is something my wife, Tina, is super passionate about. She, she herself is a coach. It's one of the things she feels called to do, and she's an intuitive eating coach. She, she cares deeply about people's health and body image. And um, she inspires me to do better and be better. But listen, as far as you can help it, do whatever you can to ensure that you don't cut your life or your purpose short. Okay, I'm talking about your health, your physical health. Some people try to excuse this point by saying, well, you know what? Hey, listen, if it's my time, it's my time. <laughs> Baloney, listen. We all know deep down inside that's not true. We can neglect the gift of life that God has given us. We can abuse it and we can neglect it. Now, God won't stop loving you. I'm not talking about your salvation here. I'm talking about lengthening the gift of life you've been giving. Okay? It would be tragic to die prematurely with purpose still inside of you because of something that you could have helped. Remember, listen, your body's the temple of the Holy Spirit. I always tell people this. Treat your body like it belongs to someone you love. Invest in a gym membership, you know, and it's, well, that's too much. I don't have the money for a gym membership. Listen, is a gym membership expensive? Maybe, but it's not more expensive than open heart surgery. I promise you. Okay. Uh, do something to invest in your physical health because you have God-given purpose in your life and the world is waiting for you to step into that purpose. All right. You know, here, we're getting ready to conclude. I want to wrap this up with a little um, reflection. We develop our purpose through relationships, through exposure, and through investing in ourselves. Now, here's what I want to challenge you to do, okay? We're getting ready to start a brand new year, 2022. This is a great time for this exercise. I want to challenge you to create a growth plan. Here's what that looks like. Number one, write down the names of a few people you're going to begin building relationships with in, in 2022, okay? Number two, make a list of environments you want to expose yourself to that are related to your purpose. 
All right, number three, write down one way, just one way, you're going to invest in yourself in the next 30 days because your purpose is precious. And someone somewhere is counting on you to walk in it. Here's today's transformational truth. Focus on development and let God open the doors. Listen, if Transformational Truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor, take a moment, go over to Apple iTunes, rate the show, and write us a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and your leadership. Until next time. 